Each episode of Education with an Edge is meant to create, cultivate, and inspire honest discussion about issues affecting youth. Hosted by author, artist, educator, advocate, and speaker, Jaquel Lane. Hello and welcome. My name is Jaquel Lane, your hostess of Education with an Edge, the podcast dedicated to all things children because we here at Education believe that all children matter and you should too. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I am so very honored and excited to have Miss Kristen Dupree here with us today. Kristen Dupree is a candidate for the at-large seat on the Metro Community College Board of Governors. She is running because she believes that all benefit when our community has access to high-quality and affordable higher education options. Kristen grew up in Omaha and attended the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, earning a degree in actuarial science. Since graduation, she has worked in the insurance industry and became a fellow of the Society of Actuaries in 2014. Kristen believes education is an investment that we make in our community, and Metro Community College provides an exceptional return on investment. In fact, for every $1 invested in an MCC student, $11.90 in benefits is returned to the local economy. Her priorities include ensuring MCC remains affordable and serves the diverse needs of its student population while producing a workforce well-equipped to react to the changing needs of our community. And so, Kristen, I'm so very honored and excited to have you here, and I can't wait for our guests to hear what you're all about and your platform and, and why you're running. And so thank you for being here. Yes, Jaquel, I'm a big fan of you and all the work that you're doing. So thank, thank you. you so much for inviting thank me. Thank you. Well, the feeling is mutual and, and I'm so honored. So um, Kristen, I think it's really essential just to start from the beginning to understand, you know, your remarkable story fully. So can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing and your childhood? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm from Omaha area, Ralston, more specifically. Woo, go Ralston. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I kind of hit the jackpot uh, with parents. Uh, yeah, my mom uh, was a nurse in, in labor and delivery. And it's, uh, we estimated that she helped deliver over 8,000 babies. That's phenomenal. During, I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, so um, she, yeah, just has that, that caring about others personality. And, you know, she made a career out of it. But she, uh, that was kind of just who she is. Um, and then my, my dad is a retired, uh, Omaha firefighter. Oh, wow. He was, yeah. Thank yeah. you for his service. That's a huge job. Yeah. Yes, it, it was. Yeah. He's, uh, cares about his community as well. Um, that's, you know, they both kind of made careers out of taking care of people in their most vulnerable state. Yes. And, you know, they, they didn't stop that when they were off the clock, yeah. you know, they, they cared a lot about the community. And uh, they made sure to instill those values um, into me and my sister growing up. Uh, I remember my dad uh, would take me uh, to uh, the, what's, uh, what's it called, the, the MDA kids camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The firefighters had, you know, they raised money for MDA, but then they have that opportunity to go and actually um, volunteer and at the kids camp and he, he would bring me and I'd get to, you know, help out and help out with the games and, and really see kind of the, the difference that um, that people can make uh, when they when they get involved. Well, you know, what I think is beautiful about um, your upbringing and any time that you talk about your parents and it's obviously come full cycle with you. Um, 
and as we get to know you a little bit better through this through this interview, but I've had the honor of getting to know you previously personally, is that um, really just this heart for service and for serving your community. And so um, that's obviously just such a focal point in the lives and, and of not just your family, but of yourself. And so um, mm-hmm. and that's a really beautiful thing and something to be very proud of. So yeah, yeah, thank you. Yes, you're so welcome. Um, so you are highly motivated to support Omaha and ensure that our community has access to high quality and affordable options for higher education. And I just have to interject. Um, I'm a huge supporter um, of community colleges. Actually, my mother um, and both of her sisters attended community colleges. And so um I myself at various points in my life have gone back and taken classes um, at community colleges. And so, you know, can you just tell us about this, you know, your passion um, behind it and why you think this is so important? Yeah. So my, uh, you know, education has the power to change lives. And yeah, and I've seen that um, through, you know, my own experience uh, and and through uh, actually a very close friend of mine too. Uh, she uh, graduated fr- from college, did get her degree, and then went into social work. And, you know, that that's an amazing um, profession. Yes. We, we social workers are, are very underappreciated and yes. underpaid. Yes. Um, and she quickly realized that uh, the, the amount of emotional, you know, taxation yes. <laughs> involved in that career was really difficult for her. Mm-hmm. And then she also realized, you know, I can't really afford a one bedroom apartment, you know, on, on the salary that I'm making. And it's, you know, working more than 40 hours per week. Uh, so she decided to go back to school and get a nursing degree. So yeah, she, when she was looking at, um, the prerequisites that was required for the, for the nursing program, she realized she needed a was it a microbiology class? Wow. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of a, <laughs> kind of a tough class, oh, yeah. especially if you've been out of school for a couple of years. Absolutely. Uh, so she was looking at, you know, her, our options for taking that class and luckily Metro had a credit hour cost, you know, that she could afford. Um, and they had a, a times that were flexible with her schedule, you know, so she was able to, <laughs> to, to work during the day and then drive over to Elkhorn Valley campus and, and take that, that course in the evening. Yeah. And that, uh, after she completed that, got into nursing school, uh, finished up, she did really well and she actually got a job at the Mayo Clinic. Oh, how phenomenal. Which is one of the best hospitals in our country. Yeah. Yeah. So she's really, really an amazing person and, uh, yeah, is making great money. Yeah. 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 And it's, uh, yeah, like her story is, is unique to her, but there are so many other stories like that um, out there. And it's, it's so important to give uh, people in our community uh, that, that opportunity just to, to climb economic ladder, you know, pull themselves up out of poverty uh, through education and then become financially stable. I 100% agree with you. And I think the interesting thing is too, is that, you know, in our society, we have so many first-generation college graduates, and sometimes a four-year university just simply is not, it's not a possibility, you know, and not only that, but a four-year university typically includes, you know, a large amount of time that's dedicated, and so I love the flexibility um, 
of, of community colleges. Um, and I love the story because your friend obviously has a heart to serve and, you know, was able to find something that fit into her schedule, you know, as an adult and things like that, you know, our lives change also as we get older, but having that financial ability, um, to go back to do that, that so many community colleges provide so very important. Yeah. Yes, it, it, it really is. And that's, um, you know, that's my top priority is, is keeping tuition affordable to make sure cost isn't a barrier to, to those that, that want to um, improve their lives and, and start a new career. Absolutely. Um, what are your priorities once you get elected to the board? Because we know you're going to get elected to the board. <laughs> um, so, so what are your priorities once you get elected to the board? Yeah, so I, I have some ideas that I'm, I'm excited about. Uh, and and they're really consistent with my platform that I've been you know talking yes. about uh, while I'm I'm campaigning and um, that that really centers around uh, making making sure that we are um, creating a, a diverse uh, workforce yes and and that um, diversity means that we want to include uh, increase women's participation yes. in the workforce. Uh, particularly the STEM-focused careers, and I include trades, mm-hmm. you know, in that category. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there trades are there's great programs. There's a at Metro uh, a huge demand <laughs> right now, and and that's not expected to go away. You know that that demand is is projected over over the long term. Uh, so I think it's really important to attract um, women um, into these careers uh, that that pay well, yes. and you know there's little to no student debt, mm-hmm. you know, which is really important uh, right now. Um, as, as so not only women, but um, also underrepresented demographics, uh, yes. like the black community and um, our Hispanic community yes. as, as well. I think it would be, uh, you know, what will benefit if we, if we have um, just a diverse workforce that can um, evolve to the, the challenges of our local economy. Absolutely. And we need your voice, um, Kristen, so much. It's so very important, you know, and I just um, want to just ask, you know, just for our audience and things, because there are young people that are listening, and you and I have talked about this personally, but what's one of the reasons that you decided to run and put yourself out there? Because it's, it is, um, it is risky, you know, and it takes a lot of confidence. And, and so what, what was, what kind of preempted that? Yeah, there's, uh, there's always a lot of reasons yeah. <laughs> that yeah. that um, kind of motivated me uh, to run, and um, it, it really comes down to you know being on on the board at Metro and and impacting uh, the kind of underserved communities um, is something that I'm passionate about. Yes, and uh, through my um, my value of of education and understanding how an education can take you, you know, to, to the next level yes. and, and, um, provide that financial stability is, is really important. Uh, and, and some of the things that, that I really do want to focus on when I'm on the board yes. <laughs> is, is, you know, expanding, um, our access to, um, the like middle school, kind of that early access, Absolutely. the early outreach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the early outreach is really important. And, and getting into the, the middle schools and, uh, and the high schools, I know we have a lot of dual enrollment programs with high schools, but I think it's important to make sure that our 7th and 8th graders, you know, see that there's these really cool careers out yes. there 
where you can work with your hands, if you like to build things, if you like to take things apart, yes. you know, that there's the, these careers that haven't been, you know, highlighted as much Absolutely. as, as they've, they have, should have been, you know, mm-hmm. frankly over the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's a big, a big, you know, priority of mine and a kind of a motivator, you know, yeah. for me, for me to run for office. Well, that's extremely, um, extremely inspirational and, um, having, come from being a middle school teacher in a past life like that's that is kind of the first time that it's really important for kiddos to be introduced to like start thinking about like what would I like to do someday and where are my gifts and talents and where do they align and so I think everything you know that that you're saying like goes goes hand in hand with just gearing students um, in the right direction of choosing a career because sometimes not to say this but me included, like I had an idea of what I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, you change your mind a lot, right? From yeah. middle school to, <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and also there's different, um, you know, sometimes different obstacles are also just um, factors in a person's life that might change like where the, where the direction of their career path takes them. So. Yeah, uh, you're totally right. And that's um, another thing that I'm kind of focused on and one of my priorities for for when I get on the board yes. uh, is reducing those barriers and breaking down those barriers that are preventing people from uh, getting their education and, and getting the jobs that they want. And what I've been hearing when I've been talking with voters is is that they're, you know, themselves personally or, or their, their sister, you know, they really, really want to enroll in, in school. Uh, in college, but they have, you know, a four-year-old yeah. and childcare is so expensive. So expensive. And it's, it's just not feasible for them. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, and there's a, just kind of a shortage of childcare yes. uh, and kind of quality childcare um, options as well that, that were kind of, uh, is, is a challenge for the, the general workforce. But I would really love to come up with a solution, you know, depend, I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but um, you know, a solution, whether that's kind of uh, a, a voucher program or kind of subsidized child care uh, and potentially even partnering with the early child care education program at, at MCC. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of opportunities um, and, and also to get, you know, partner with some community and, and nonprofit uh, partners as well. I think there's a, a lot of um, uh, potential there. And I think, you know, honestly, Kristen, just having your voice and a different perspective will be so important and so impactful um, that you even consider things like that, right? Because you're a, a mother and a woman yourself. And so it's important to have that representation, um, which is why we do want to encourage everyone to get out there and vote, right? Um, exactly. Yes. November 8th. It's coming up. Coming up. Or early if you want to vote by mail. Ballots uh, will be already sent out. <laughs> yes, which is what I did. Not that I don't love going to the polls, but yeah, just um, having your awareness, having your breadth of knowledge um, is is so important in thinking about those, thinking about, once again, those barriers that can kind of be become in, in people's way um, when they're trying to, to reach their goals. So yeah, yeah. And I have one more, one more priority I'd like to share. Yes, for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on, on the same, uh, same realm of, of things that we're talking about here. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard, you know, going to school and taking classes, you know, aside from the actual tuition cost, that's mm-hmm. an opportunity cost yes. too, right? So you're, you're, if you're at your class, <laughs> you're not able to work, no. you know, for those hours. So uh, there are, you know, Metro is really good about uh, offering some paid uh, work-based learning opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that with the, <laughs> the, the massive demand 
for, for skilled labor right now, I think there's an opportunity to, to expand that and, and try to meet some of that workforce demand and then also give students an opportunity to kind of earn while they learn. I love that idea because I think for some people it almost seems um, insurmountable. Like how am I going to, how will I find childcare or how will I not make a living, um, you know, and that's even not to go off of. Um, kind of my wheelhouse, but what we found in education, like when teachers weren't paid, you know, during their student teaching experience and things like that, it's like we, we, there need to be substantial changes, right, made in some areas so that um, we can not only adapt to the times, but ensure that the playing field is, is equalized. So 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, well, we will be for sure rooting for you um, here at Education with an Edge um, in this upcoming election. It's going to be exciting. Um, so, you know, I, I always like to ask this question to guests because since this is a podcast that's, you know, geared towards youth, um, uh, what are some of your favorite ways to incorporate a balanced life into your daily routine? You know, you're so busy, you're running for office, um, you're a businesswoman, you're a mom, um, your wife, like just how do you take care of like your well-being um, just in the day-to-day, right? In our crazy, <laughs> crazy lives. That is a, a good question. And it's it's something, you know, I, I struggle with. So it, it's always sort of uh, aspirational. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that's have okay. to admit right now. <laughs> uh, but under, uh, you know, m- my ideal situation is I try to get outside, you know, especially yes. on a beautiful, it's a beautiful fall day today. Yes. Uh, I am definitely planning to take, take a walk at the very least. You know, I love to jog uh, and just kind of break a sweat Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, you know, like you said, we have a lot of us, you know, have a lot of different competing priorities going on. And sometimes, you know, in my brain, I, I'm, whatever I'm doing right now, you know, I, I'm thinking of the other things that are floating around in the back of my mind. Yeah. So it's, it's really, uh, and when I get to that point where it's just, uh, I'm thinking, trying to do my work and I'm, my, my list of what I need to do later, if I write it down, yes, then it's able, I'm able to stop thinking about it up here. Huh. And then that, that helps. And then just doing, go, getting outside, quickly. Uh, it just helps me kind of clear my mind and then I can reprioritize and, and you just get more done that way. Yes, exactly. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of the same way too. And I think it's good just to know that like, it's always okay to take a break, but any kind of grounding activity, getting outside, being in the fresh air is so, you know, cause you do get to, there's so much going on. And especially for a woman like you, that's struggling a campaign and personal and all that good stuff. Um, it's good to know that you're, you're finding ways to take care of yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, I mean, it, it's so important and it makes me feel more productive when you, when you do those things. So it's, it's good to find something that works for you and, and stick with it. Yeah. Um, since this podcast is dedicated to youth and mental health awareness, what would you say to encourage a young person in today's society that's struggling with mental health issues? And you work with, um, you know, a myriad of, of different young people. I mean, um, and especially with your heart to serve, um, especially on, on being uh, on the Metro Community College Board, um, you know, just what would you say to kind of encourage someone um, today? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, to, to someone that, that's struggling, uh, that, you know, it's you're the only you yeah. in the world. Um, and, you know, you can't be replaced. And, you know, we all 
are, you know, feel, go through feelings of, of loneliness and kind of periods of extended sadness. Uh, and, and, you know, what you're going through, you know, you may feel like, gosh, no one's going to understand. I, I, there's no point in me talking about it because nobody's going to understand. Um, but while, you know, you're unique and the, the source of your, your problems might be unique, you know, someone's been through it before and there is, there is help. And it's, it's so important to, you know, reach out to a trusted adult and, and just say, you know, I, I, I really think I, I, I need some, some counseling or, or therapists. And, and there's definitely people out there that will help kind of pull you through the hard time. Absolutely. That's such excellent advice. And I think it's even more impactful when it's coming from someone like you that has been there. And, um, you know, and it is, like I said before, it's difficult sometimes to step out of your comfort zone or to to run, you know, an election that you care about, right? That, yeah. Um, and, ad, and be an advocate. And so um, I really appreciate you, you sharing, you sharing that um, because that's absolutely true. You can always reach out for help and there's always hopefully someone there with a helping hand that's, that's been there before. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I remember being in middle school yeah. and that was the hardest time. That's a rough, you know, it's so hard. <laughs> it's <a> rough. <laughs> everyone cares so much about, you know, what everyone else thinks. And it's, it's, it's just a challenging time. And then, you know, now you layer on social media Oh yes. and, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that wasn't, uh, that wasn't an option mm-hmm. when I was, was 12 and 13 because mm-hmm. everyone, you know, even now, you know, everyone highlights the positive things, the good yes. things. So when yes. you're on the outside looking in, you know, and you compare, if you're being, feeling sad and lonely and you see, oh, everyone else is at the party last night, you know, and they got mm-hmm. so many likes on their posts and comments on their posts. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's important to, to know that that's the, uh, the very rose, you know, the, the, the best parts of their lives, right. you know, no one's posting about, I feel sad today, right. you know, and that's, maybe we should, maybe we should, right. <laughs> maybe we should, that would be more honest. Yes. No, that's <laughs> very, very wise advice. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, we have a tendency to look through, you know, or have rose-colored glasses and, and maybe the potential to think that everyone's, you know, life is, is very filtered, you know, which which we know that it is. So maybe, and that's one of the things that I'm grateful to guests like you that come on the show that are very authentic and um, real and, and can talk about those those issues um, that arise. Um, so since this podcast is also dedicated to education, did you have a favorite teacher growing up and how did they impact your life? Yes, I, uh, I did have a favorite teacher. Uh, that was, you know, it's it hard to pick because I did have a lot of, I was lucky to have a lot of good teachers. Yes. Uh, but my, uh, one of my teachers from my sophomore year in high school oh. really stands out to me and I'll, I'll say his name because I'm, I'm sure he's still around. Um, it's Mr. Perizek. Oh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. And he, uh, he was, you know, a couple years out of college when, when he was kind of teaching when I was in high school. So he, he was able to relate, you know, to his students and, and not that older experienced teachers are not, but right. it was, it was different having kind of a, you know, a, a younger quote unquote yes, <laughs> teacher that, absolutely. yeah, that, um, which is closer in age. Yeah. And, uh, you shared my my job. I'm I'm an actuary, yes. so I'm I'm very you know, um, left brained, sure. <laughs> so analytical. Yeah. I like numbers. Yeah. Um, the English, you know, the reading, um, 
you know, sharing in class, your, your opinions from, uh, the, you know, the book you read last night, that stuff didn't come, you know, so, so easily, sure. yeah. <laughs> so naturally yeah. to me, yeah. uh, but I always did my homework. Uh, you know, my parents, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, you know, they really instilled, um, the value of value of, of education yes. and, you know, work hard. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be perfect, but right. we want you to, to work up to your full potential, Yeah, you know, and they, they really encouraged that. So, uh, I carried that with me through high school and, you know, I, I would, would, do, would do the reading, but I remember a time where, you know, Mr. Perzak kind of called on me, uh, out, you know, I wasn't expecting it. And that's right. like my, every student's worst fear. Worst fear. Oh, <laughs> Definitely yeah. was my worst fear. And, uh, I just kind of froze up, you know, I was like, oh, I wanted to die. And I, I think I, I knew the answer or had something to share, but yeah. I just froze up, couldn't handle it. And, you know, I probably mumbled something. I don't remember. <laughs> But so, you know, it was just really embarrassing. Yeah. It was not, you know, not, not what I wanted to, um, how do I wanted to come off, you know, in class. Sure. Uh, so he happened to be uh, my volleyball coach as yeah. well. And I played volleyball. So kind of later that day, you know, he, uh, when we were stretching or something, he kind of came over and said, oh, you know, how, how are you doing, Kristen? And I said, oh, all right. He said, oh, you know, what, what was going on, with, you know, today in yeah. class? And uh, just that he took the time to, yes. to, to reach out and give me that opportunity to kind of work through whatever mental block right. I was experiencing, you know, because it wasn't also really a, a one-off thing. You know, I, I kind of, that was, you know, something I was kind of uh, struggling with. And uh, just having him, you know, give me that attention and that opportunity uh, to, to share, like, you know, and it kind of came down to I don't want to say anything dumb. Right. 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 No, you don't that's... want to be embarrassed or called out, which yeah. is all of us. Like, yeah. I didn't have the, the, the perfect thing to say. Right. And you know, he, you don't have to have the perfect, you know, it's just, yeah. a, you know, it's a, it's a classroom discussion. You yeah. know, we just want to get the, get the discussion started. So it don't, don't put so much pressure, pressure on, on yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that, so I've, I've really, that really stuck with me. And I'm yeah, kind of grateful for him to, you know, take that uh, extra attention with me because sh- he could have just ig- ugh, ignored it and yeah. <laughs> yeah. worried about all the other, you know, things going on. Yeah. No, that's an enduring story. And I think it's important for all of us to remember, like, we just don't know how we impact certain people's lives. Like, that had a huge impact <laughs> on you and you were, you know, grateful that he took that time. And so sometimes in our busy, hurried lives, like, making sure that, like, you know, just to reach out and check on like someone in this case, a student, but like even in our own personal lives, just taking the time to reach out and check on, check on our, our folks, you know, really. So. Yeah. Yeah. It goes a long way. And then yeah. it's just asking the question sometimes is, yeah. is this the best way, way to start? Yes. Well, we love great teacher stories for sure. <laughs> um, okay. So this is a big question and feel free to like I mean, you can share a few. I know you're a very goal-oriented person, so, um, you know, you can maybe select just a few that you'd like to share with us. But what are some of your goals for 2022? So my, I have, you know, one one big goal yes. <laughs> for, for the end of 2022. Yes. And come November 8th, <laughs> hopefully I will know if, you know, I've, I've achieved that goal. Uh, but yes, my, my goal is to be elected yes. to the Metro Community College Board of Governors. And, you know, I have so many other, you know, goals and priorities that really rest on that one goal. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, so I, uh, with, with our, I found, you know, being a 
working mom, you know, busy person, it is best to kind of pick one thing to focus on. Otherwise, you, you know, you could have three important things you want to achieve and you get very close to achieving them, but you don't make it. Right. So, uh, so I'm really focused on, um, and yeah, winning, winning my election is, is the biggest goal. Well, and we are all honestly rooting for you and, um, knowing that it's going to be a positive outcome, sending those good vibes. Um, we need your voice. And I think that that's really great advice too, that, um, to set specific goals because we can't be, you know, 100% perfect at everything. Right. And so Mm -hmm. to really set a goal and go after it with your whole heart, which is what you've done throughout your entire campaign. And I just have to say, I commend that so much. Um, and, and I know that, um, it's going to be great. The outcome's going to be going to be good in your favor. Um, so I just want to give you an opportunity. We're kind of um, coming to the end here, and like anything that you would like to share, uh, you know, with our viewers about your campaign, um, anything that we didn't cover, and then also just like where we can follow you on your um, on your journey, be that on social media, on your website, you know, any information that you'd like to share. Um, I know one of the important things is that if if someone you know wants to reach out and donate to your campaign which is so important we want to have as many you know women in office as we possibly can and that's that's a big a big factor so anything that you would like to share yeah (laughs) yeah yeah definitely yeah so it is it is important to me uh to to have you know I talked about representation and, and diversity yes uh in our workforce but it's you know equally or more important uh, uh, to have that representation um, in our elected bodies, yes. in our governments. I, I feel like government functions most effectively when the governing body represents the people that um, elect them. Yes. Uh, and, and Metro, you know, there are four um, f- women on the board Leave and if, if all the women running, yes. <laughs> I think I'm the only. I know there there's two non incumbents, but if all the women uh, that are running get elected, we'll move that up to five. Mm-hmm. So you know we're still there, there's eleven in total. Uh, so still not quite to fifty percent, but you know every you know increments help. Um, and it's uh, so yes, I think um, electing more women uh, to be to office is, is definitely beneficial. Uh, my uh, website has a lot of a lot more information on my my values and my platform, uh, and you can find that at www.kristenformetro.com. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at, at @kristenformetro. And uh, if you would like to donate to my campaign, which is every dollar helps. I'm not kidding. The, yes. <laughs> the five dollar donations they they add up. So if you would like to do that, there's a donate button on my website. So that should be easy to find. And uh, yes, I think I think that's that sums it up. Sums it up. <laughs> yeah. And I I just want to add to like thank you um, because there is some little girl, and I'm not going to get emotional, but there is. <laughs> some little girl out there that um, 
is listening to this and is looking up to you. And every single time we have a trailblazer like you stand up and step out um, and care about the issues concerning education in this country, um, we're one step closer to a better tomorrow. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you for doing what you do. It's not easy. Um, I know that there are oftentimes um, a lot of things that come against you, but we're going to be rooting for you. And I am, like I said, we're, we're going to have a great outcome um, in November for you. I can just feel it. So um, Kristen Dupree, just um, please look her up, um, look up her mission, look up the goals that she has for Metro Community College Board of Governors. Um, truly a woman that's striving to equal the playing field for so many um, and a dear friend. So thank you so much for being with us here today, Kristen. Yeah, thank you, Jacqueline. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, and thank you to our viewers. Um, just a short shout out to our sponsors. Thank you to BetterHelp.com. Um, they have wonderful resources in terms of mental health and therapy um, that are all virtual. Um, so from the comfort of your home. And we thank them for, for their support. And we also want to thank the Nebraska Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Um for all of their support. And if you are a person out there, please remember, um, we need your love. We need your light. And until next time, we will see you back here at Education with an Edge. Have a great day. If you have a question or just want to learn more, go to JaquelLane.com. Thanks for listening to Education with an Edge. A Huda Media Production.